Hello and welcome. Thank you for joining me. I'm Anne. In 2016, the ABC ran a story about Australia being the second highest country when it came to filing lawsuits, suing people for wronging another person, organisation or community has been happening for centuries, um, even thousands of years. It's the way the world works. But in a letter that Paul wrote to Jesus' followers about what it means to love, he said that love does not keep a record of wrongs. It kind of run, runs counter to that age-old approach of settling differences through a legal system. Paul wrote those particular words to a group of people who had accepted the forgiveness of God as offered through Jesus Christ, but they weren't willing to share those acts of forgiveness with others in their lives. When they felt offended or hard done by, their first response was to take them to court. And Paul was saying, no, you need as Jesus followers to try and make things right with other people who are in your lives. Work things out with them one-on-one -on -one in a loving kind of way. And if that doesn't work, then ask a few other people who follow Jesus to help you try and sort that thing out before it gets to the stage where it has to go through the courts. It is true that horrific things happen to people as a result of what other people do to them. And those can cause lifelong wounds and trauma that never goes away. Jesus um, knows what it's like to suffer because he did. He um, experienced betrayal and humiliation. He went through an unfair trial. He was terribly brutalized and abused um, in a physical and emotional, verbal and emotion and spiritual kind of ways. And amazingly, through all of that, he still loved those who were wronging him. And instead of holding those things against them, he offered them and everyone else the gift of undeserving forgiveness, which is grace. An empty cross and an empty tomb are his powerful act of love that is his gift of grace to all of us. Don McLaughlin senior minister of North Atlanta Church of Christ, has a series in which he talks about that particular um, part of the letter, that love does not keep a record of wrongs. He says that not keeping a record of wrongs is definitely not forgiving and forgetting. Because when something really terrible happens to you, that is so hard to do, isn't it? Rather, 
it is learning through Christ to forgive even when we remember. Forgiveness, he says, is how we allow God to take painful memories captive and make them obedient to Christ. There are many hurts, pains and injustices, he says, that you will remember and you can't do anything about them being in the back of your mind. But you must make a decision about what will actually be in the driver's seat of your life. That's where forgiveness needs to be. Otherwise, resentment and bitterness will end up being there. He suggests that resentment is, um, and you can think of it like resentment that um, it is like a constant resending of those painful memories back up into the front of your mind. McLaughlin has also said that his dad gave him a piece of advice about forgiveness. And this is what it is. God's gift to a wounded heart is a fading memory. That doesn't mean that you'll forget the events, but over the course of time, as God's love bathes your heart in grace and mercy, the sharp edges of these events can begin to fade <laughs> as you move into the strength of forgiveness. Wonderful words, and how wise are they? Jesus teaches that doing life God's way and taking his love and grace seriously means making things right with another person when you know that there's a wrong been done it, before things go bad, before the only way to settle them is in a court. And because if that happens, it is likely that you're going to find yourself with an outcome that you still won't like. Paul urged people who follow Jesus to bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Forgive, he said, as the Lord forgives you. I looked up the word forbear in my pocket dictionary. It means to keep oneself back, refrain from and be patient. Now, that takes self-control and it's not the easy thing to do. <laughs> Even when I know that the things I'm holding on to are eating away at me like acid corrodes metal and that they're spilling out and over and into my other relationships and spoiling those ones that I value. That's when Jesus wants me to ask for his Holy Spirit to give me his grace, not only for me to enjoy and benefit from that wonderful gift, but to allow it to flow through me and out and into my relationships and particularly those who've hurt me. The Holy Spirit can connect you 
and I into Christ's love, which is more than enough to help us forgive, even when it seems too hard and we're holding on so tightly to the wrong done against us that the bitterness and the resentment, we cannot see how we're going to get them out of the driver's seat and back into the back. The book of Galatians says that you can trust God to lavishly provide you with his own presence, his Holy Spirit, to work things in your lives that you could never do yourselves. He doesn't do that because of your own strenuous moral strivings. He does it because you trust him with those things and that he can do that change and that act of grace and forgiveness within you. Bye for now. Mm -hmm.